My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And Jessie is sick, so she's not with us today, but we hope she gets better really, really soon because, you know, we miss her. But moving on. <laughs> she Jessie, mostly we, we only do. watched Pachinko this week. So yeah, she, she wanted us watch to watch our Pachinko live stream and hear, and, and hear all about it. Yeah, Insert so she, her, here. she has a lot of, you know, we talked a lot about Pachinko. Yeah. So, so I mean, we'll, have, was, we'll have links to that with, you know, all of yeah, that. So all, all the go goodness. So go check it out. But the rest of us are still here and still alive. And we are doing our usual month end review of what we've been watching because people keep wanting to know. They and just keep, keep wanting to know. So here we are. Uh, so yeah, so we are going to be doing a you know what we've been what we've been watching what we're currently watching, you know the usual. So uh, Sky, take it away. What is something you've been watching? So um, the main thing that I binged and all that was it's a Japanese drama. It's on Vicky. Mm -hmm. um, Roku Hodo. Yachuro Biori, but on Vicky it's called Rokuhodo Colorful Days. That's mm. what it's okay. the title is on Vicky. It's a little the little picture will be just all these pretty looking dudes in traditional you know. kimonos. So what it is, it's a healing drama. I wouldn't say it's not it is not a heavy healing drama. It's mm. okay. so come to find out, I did not know this. I was looking forward to watching it for a very long time because I saw them uploading each episode and I was like I'm not gonna mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this until it's done yeah. so it finally got done so I was like time to binge well it is a live action adaptation of an anime so mm. definitely oh. when I was watching it, I was like this feels like an anime I'm like oh sure enough that is I, I forgot to look to see if it's a manga too I would guess it probably is but it yes, definitely is it an is. anime so that's that's the level of healing. I'm talking. It's not. It's not super serious. So it's it's all centered around. They have a cafe, a very traditional Japanese mm. cafe, and each of the each of the main dudes has a different job within the cafe. So you know, the main mm. chef type and the barista and the and then the main guy is kind of like the main host and mm. things like that. And it, it's really you know what eight episodes or something six or eight episodes and it's really really easy watch but it's kind of you know uh, the side story of a character will come in and they're having a rough day but then being there helps them feel better about something or feel more inspired to do you know just that type mm -hmm. of vibe so it's very very fun like I really really recommend it um it makes you feel like you went to a cafe nice and it's also definitely food porn type thing so they can mm -hmm. show like really good looking things so then I did watch a little bit of the anime too. The anime is titled just instead of the Roku Hodu part, they took that part out for the anime and it's just mm -hmm. Yatsuro Biori. So if you want to go look that up, it is on Crunchyroll. I'm about halfway through it. It is, I'm only halfway through it, but it is the exact same thing, like the exact same story so far, as far as the little people that come in and stuff. So and it was kind of fun to see they did a really good job like appearance wise with the actors and stuff like matching mm. up looking like the anime character i always get a kick that's out of that. fun with no weird wigs like this it, you don't <laughs> get the wig thing going on you get to just have so that doesn't nice. distract um <laughs> but i was you know it, it's a really light food thing and so i know that uh subtitles only she's someone that follows us on twitter she really likes food stuff and I like things. So I really think that somebody like, you know, people like if her would into appreciate that, that type of a show. So on Vicky, all done. Easy, nice. easy, easy watch. So I really recommend it. So I also watched a Japanese show. Okay, let me like kind of. Okay, so the title of the show is Sweat and Soap. On <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and Okay. Where, where is, is it on Viki? It's on Viki, so it is very easy. It's on, like, the Viki standard, so it's, like, easy to watch. So, okay, how do I describe this show? I'll just, I'll describe the plot of it, and then it goes wild, okay? The show is unhinged, but, like, bizarrely endearing. So, it's about this uh, woman named Asako Yeshiva, who... 
has like a medical condition where she sweats a lot. And when she was a kid, she was made fun of for sweating a lot. So she's always paranoid that she's like sweating and smells bad. Okay. So she works at this like soap, like bath and body works type company in like, you know, the head office as an accountant. And while just like doing her thing, um, (laughs) this man approaches her. (laughs) named Kataro Natori and is like you like I need to smell you and then she's like what the fuck (laughs) like this creeper is after me so it turns out he's not well he's okay he's not a creeper but he works in like the product he's like a head of a product development team and he has like a super sensitive nose he's like a super smeller if you've ever heard of one of those and they can just smell everything and he's like addicted to her scent to the point where like he can tell like her mood based on how she smells but meanwhile she is so paranoid about smelling that like there's like a bit of a weird like twilight vibes a little bit bit beginning and so he's like listen i'm trying to develop a new product (laughs) and like your your smell is like inspiring me so can i like just meet up with you in like the hallway like this like private like fire escape and like just like smell you once a day and she's like weird but okay but then like she kind of like is kind of into it okay so they of course they're big but anyway they're both really sweet though like it's fucking weird but they're so adorable. They have it has sort of like not quite, but almost like Nisensei vibes to like how perfect they are for each other. And like And he's not creepy despite He's the not creepy, being but weird. like like it starts out where you're like, this guy is a fucking kinkmeister. Like, what is going on? Like you think you're watching coffee and vanilla, <laughs> but it like but it's- veers off very quickly and you find out you're not. But what I have to say about this show is the the director was insane, okay? (laughs) Because, pre-warning for anyone who's against sexual content, the show does have them have sex at least once an episode, okay? They're very much in love. But they don't show, like, a sex scene. They'll have these very elaborate, like, visual metaphors to what's going on that involve, like, smoke billowing out of her cleavage and like in various situations and him just being like like trying to like inhale as much and you're just like oh my god and there's like one it's so unsubtle but like chef's kiss where it's like she's in this restaurant like like the smoke is just wafting off her body and she's like fanning herself and then the smoke like goes up into like an exhaust hood which then goes to like the outside of this alley where he's like eating a bowl of rice like like while like this and i'm just like god i know what you're saying here like i know what this is about but my god you're doing the most to like make it awkward (laughs) say you're doing stuff without say you're doing stuff you know Anyway, it was very, it was, but besides this, it was strangely sweet. So do you recommend it? I really enjoyed it. (laughs) But here's the thing. One, low bar for Natalia to enjoy things. But it was very sweet. The couple, though, it seems like it's going to be like just fucking creepy. It, It keeps doing the thing where you think it's about to go creepy. And then it's like, gotcha. Just kidding. Japanese they do that. Are they so do good that. At that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it'll be like, oh, 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 <laughs> what you thought was happening was not happening. Ha <laughs> ha. They're still in love and adorable. Um. So it's yeah. I I think it's really cute. Um. He's the most earnest person. Like this, the male lead is just so earnest and like, and she's just so sweet and like, you know, introverted and you know just shy it's cute it's cute um very very cute casting just just those visual metaphors though (laughs) like i was like i'm sure when the i'm sure when the visual metaphor begins you're like here we go again (laughs) no i was watching it and i was like oh uh." because at first it starts with like you know 
all the smoke wafting and you don't quite get what's going on because she's like the first time you see this happen it's not even a sex scene she's like in a bathroom and she's like frantically spraying herself with deodorant while these like two women are just having another conversation because there's these like two unnamed women that have conversations in the bathroom that magically relate to what's going on in her life you know the classic you know the the off-screen narrator and so for a second i was like is she just spraying so much deodorant that like like the this is like the deodorant fumes like so it took like an episode for me to be like oh that's her perception of how she smells got it even though she doesn't <laughs> this is weird weird little show nine episodes uh it is rated r and deservedly well maybe listen if we were in reality if this was in america this would be like pg-13 you see her in a bra so if that's like something offensive to you, like shirtless men and women in bras, maybe not the show for you, but like, it's fine. It's, it's There's nothing explicit with that R rating. And so I liked it. The couple's very sweet. So yeah. What about you, Amanda? What have you been, what's one that you've been watching? Back when we did in like January, we did that, you know, what we're looking forward to this mm-hmm. year. And I mentioned one called uh, a Chinese drama called Master of My Own because the mm. poster had like a punching bag on it, right? So I was like, oh, maybe sports. It's not sports. It's just a solid office, rom- you know, romance. They always but get you. They always really get you. enjoyable. Like so enjoyable. I mean, the whole thing with the punching bag is that it's a secretary boss romance, sort of. They start out as secretary and boss. They don't become romantic until... Mm. She's no longer his secretary. But when she's his secretary, she has a little punching bag at home with his face on it because. For real. Yeah. This happens. So, uh huh. Yes. As, and, as, um, as a former secretary, I concur. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the premise is basically three years before the show starts, she comes in. She's uh, freshly graduated from a business school. She comes to interview for a job with this investment company. And while she's in her interview, somebody bursts into the room and is like, the boss fired another secretary. Like, and there's a meeting in five minutes, or I guess she quit. She didn't, whatever. But, you know, like overseas phone call in five minutes. And we need somebody who speaks English, who can type to transcribe the phone call. Go through, you know, and the HR guy's like, what do you want me to do in five freaking minutes? And he's like, you're taking interviews. There's a hall full of people. Find a resume that has English and typing and yeah let's go and so they're flipping through and then they look up at her and she's like oh oh no 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 and they're like listen she's like i don't want to be a secretary i like business investment this is what i'm here for they're like no 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 no. just for today okay you go do this and as soon as we hire a secretary then we'll move you back over to the projects department sure let me guess yeah 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 and it's always because you're good at your job i fucking hate it never be good at your job be mediocre be baseline my friends she's very good at her job and a big part of her job is babying this boss who has a temper and it's like it's a quick flare-up but he he settles quickly too right but she knows how to settle him. So like the first scene that you see of them is like, she comes into work at like 7 a.m. And people are like, the office is all frenzy. And they're like, you're late. She's like, I'm not late. It's 7 a.m. Like, chill out. The boss is on a rampage. Okay, I got it. She goes into the office. There's these other guys there. And he's like, you're late. She's like, it's 7 a.m. I'm not late. You know, try again kind of thing. She's like, okay, so what do we, you know, what are we doing here? What's going on? He's like, give me something to drink. She's like, what would you like to drink? He's like, tea. Do you want hot or cold? She's like, cold. No, okay, okay. She comes back with a piping hot. So like hot. he's a child. is. Yes. She comes back with like a piping hot cup of coffee. And he's like, this isn't what I asked for. She's like, no, but it's what you need right now. So just drink. <laughs> like this is, you know, he's yelling at these guys. I should fire you. I can't believe, you know. She basically sends the guys out of the room, starts tidying up. He's mad. And she totally flips it by like, she's like, I can't believe those guys. They are 
you know, they have been in this industry for this many years and they make a stupid mistake like that. Are you kidding me? You were too easy on them. You should have fired him. And he suddenly is backpedaling. Well, no, you know, like he can't control what other people do. And it's, you know, mistakes can happen. And so, you know, she's a reverse psychology expert is what I'm hearing. Yes, apparently. So like he, and then he realizes and she's like, so then why are you threatening to fire him? And he's like, fine so then they work out a plan and they mm. go work and then there's teamwork right they work great as a team and they yeah so, so is it so do you think that like so like what like are you in, are you enjoying the drama i'm really enjoying it and who would you is, recommend it to is the question. anybody who likes office romances like he's he's a bad like he's i don't know how to describe him people are like oh he's trash well he kind of is, but he's kind of not like he's like he's high maintenance. He's high maintenance. He he's clearly in love with her, but doesn't realize that he's in love with her. So when she wants to quit to go, which she does ultimately quit and go work somewhere mm-hmm. else where they w- are willing to give her a shot at mm-hmm. not being a secretary. He's really angry about it. And his best friend keeps like, do you want to think about why you're so angry about this? Because she's a really good secretary and I'm really mad. So, and I lost it, my sounds like, it, it sounds like it's got like Secretary Kim vibes yeah. to it. Kind of, but like it's, I, yeah, it it is good. How, how far along back are you? Is good. I'm about episode nine or ten. No? Oh, so awesome. it, so um, is, is it a Chinese drama? It is, okay. yeah. And I, where can you watch this drama? Uh, Vicky. Vicky. So it's, and you yeah. know what? I think he's pretty good at subbing Chinese dramas. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's completed at this point. So it's very bingeable, very easy, very. Oh, um, completed. Like, so ha- is it yes. like 20? Uh, I think it is 32 or something. Oh, wow. That's like a pretty. Oh. Cool, yeah, but it's, they're, they're like yeah, 45 but like, minutes. I'm, yeah. They're just sliding by real fast as they yeah. go. Like I'm. Uh, yeah and i find i find chinese dramas you like especially chinese like office rom-coms you can like yeah motor your way through so one of the things that's nice about his character is that while he is not he makes bad choices and he's not he's sort of very logical he's rich and privileged and logical so he assumes that because i see it this way this is the way that it is very very secretary kim vibes then (laughs) but he is also willing to like a lot of this show so far is basically him being that meme. Like, am I the baddie? Like, <laughs> am I the baddie? Wait, are we the baddies? I, I, I love that meme. <laughs> let me know. So, like, he's willing to try and learn <laughs> to be better. I, I, I do like the trope of people at least becoming better people slowly yeah. over time. Mm. So, and her, I mean, I'm a Secret Garden fan, so like, I have to. Yeah, 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 that is a trash <laughs> character. I love Secretary Kim, like, and this so, is just speaking to me on that level. Yeah. Just all the characters are good, except for like, there's a terrible person in the office. Of course, they got. Listen, there's always you know, one. There's there gotta be somebody, right? So, but most and of there's one. Sounds like there's a lot of drama left, so you never know what left turns yeah. you're gonna get. Yep. Scott, what else have you been watching? So we're gonna now talk about shooting stars or or <laughs> the thing that has asterisks. Or yeah, that was a ter- that was a terrible choice on their part. Well, for no, no, let, let's talk about that for a second. So Jesse actually brought this up once to me, and I think she was totally right. I didn't I didn't even put it together. I, I don't think I would have if she didn't bring it mm. up. Shooting stars focuses on the PR side mm. of an entertainment company that mostly handles actors and actresses. Yeah. Eventually, within the first few episodes, you even get stories about when the PR people do typos or Mm -hmm. completely sub a word and the chaos that ensues ensues. from that Mm -hmm. and how it can mess up contract, you know, Mm. the the reputation damage that can be done because, I mean, there's there's a handful of, and they all talk about, like, this is what happened to me, this is what I did, and... Mm -hmm. um, it's a very typical thing when PR people are new to they have at least one of these like just yeah blow up on mistakes them. Mistakes so, happen. Mistakes happen. So that's before watching the show, you think, what why did they make it look like 
shitting stars. <laughs> why? Yeah, is, right? why are they, well, it's because this is like that's yeah, that's, kind of, that's the joke. That's the play on words. I, 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 I understand that, but from a advertising purpose specifically for getting like trending on twitter terrible choice terrible yeah, choice can't you, can't, it you, can't, you can't hashtag the so, name it's fine so, it's fine you just... i think we have two or three weeks left on it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really really enjoying it the vibe wise i think i mean i'm not saying if you love her private life you're gonna love this but to me it's the same vibes as far mm -hmm. as a little just like a touch sillier just like a I rewatched her private life. It's kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I just, I personally feel like this one's a bit, you know, but I think it's just because she, like, the main actress is a little bit like sillier, just in like a cute sort of way. She's cuter than Parkman Young's character was, but that's just that's just a personal a personal thing. <laughs> you can disagree. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's just really charming. There's a heck ton of people in it. There's a heck ton of cameos, too. Mm. So that's really fun. It's, it's also nice when you don't really know when they're going to pop up. Like I, yeah. I like, I like not knowing in an episode, like, oh, shoot. Like, yeah, look, look who like, it is. Yeah, like yeah. random people. So like her private life, I'm not saying that her private life is, oh, the surrealistic look into, like, fangirling. But that was a charming aspect of that mm -hmm. show to me still. And there were aspects of it that at least kind of in a way taught you about the people that run fan pages and things like that, mm -hmm. even though it wasn't like a bio, you know, a documentary yeah. about that necessarily. Yeah. Same thing with this. I'm not saying that shooting stars is like, this is exactly how a realistic entertainment company is run. Mm -hmm. But I think what it does show you is the amount of people it takes to make mm. stuff function. Yeah. And pro probably realistically there even more, I'm sure. But it's, it's interesting to see like on the backside of and like one of her friends is an entertainment reporter journalist person so mm -hmm. the things that she has to do and put up with with her boss being like pretty much find a scandal and she's like i can't just like manifest a scandal like that doesn't that's yeah. not a thing really charming uh my bias from in flying is in it as as a little rookie actor person with an accent and a super low voice love it oh. <laughs> he's he's so wonderful. <laughs> he's so wonderful in this show. And then the fellow from CM Blue is in it. Um, oh my god, he's a lawyer. Uh, like when I saw that, I was like, no, he's the second lead again. But it's okay. I see, <laughs> I see some hope. I see some hope at the end of the tunnel oh, for this fellow. Uh, not with the main girl, but I see some hope. Okay. I see some hope. Um, I started also, it. Like, the I show the first episode, and then it was like. This feels like a binge, so I'm going to stop for now. Mm. And, so it just—it would—it would be a good binge. I just—I also just really love, like, yeah, sure. The interactions between the main female lead and the main male lead are delightful, but the interactions between the male lead and the second male lead way better. So <laughs> funny, just on point. They like hate each other, but like in a affable we work together sort yeah, of way we're still gonna be like, so, just like, so sort of like hi friend oh who are you calling friend guy who are you calling guy buddy like that sort of vibe like where you're like nice. mm -hmm, okay like just constantly trying to one-up each other and just chef's and kiss. The, like just the cast of characters is very fun mm -hmm. even I wouldn't even call some of the other ones second leads necessarily. They're, you know, supporting roles, but other managers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of them, she, like, used to be a martial arts, like, she's probably national athlete, I would think mm -hmm. she said that. Uh, then she was a bodyguard for a bit, and then she became a manager. And I just love her. Her character is so sweet, she's so and wonderful. she's just so earnest. And... Just the, ma the main so guy's manager, too, is an ex an ex-paramedic. And was made his manager because he just wanted someone who could drive really well. His only managerial skill that he has <laughs> is driving very well. But, but like but he works on it. He like grows yeah, they work. He works so hard. I just even want. He has a terrible haircut, and I just want to pinch his little cheeks. He's so cute. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's a realistic view of entertainment <laughs> companies, but it's a fun one. And I think, mm -hmm. but I think, I think you can glean like little things, like oh, for. 
uh, PR staff to go on set and be like handing out candy with, you know, a sticker of their face on it and the mm-hmm. food trucks, like things that we know do occur mm-hmm. and seeing how the back, the background staff is the one that makes all this stuff happen and maybe yeah. why those things happen. So the lead couple is super funny. Definitely like enemies vibes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's always funny. Frenemies. It's more frenemies. Like they don't emphasize the enemies. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, but I really recommend it for people. I'm just saying tonally ish. Hmm. It's similar to her private hmm. life to me. If that's something you dig, as far as rom com with silly vibes, most of the time. Yeah. So, yeah. It's hmm, cute. Cool. So I have been watching. Um, I've been watching a lot of things, but I've been keeping up with Worry the Virgin. And I love it. <laughs> love it. It is such a good adaptation, in my opinion. Um, it just it's hitting all the right notes in every every episode. I'm like, listen, it'll I even said it like I finished the episode that just came out. It's on episode, I think I just episode six was the one that just came out on Tuesday and I finished it I finished watching it and I turned to my husband and I'm like they're gonna drop that preview and like I gotta wait a week (laughs) preview involving mini spoiler Sung Hoon going to a Lamaze class and I gotta wait a week to see Sung Hoon go to a Lamaze class this is bullshit (laughs) I'm just like living for this show and it's really fun watching it having seen Jane the Virgin too, because like suddenly, like, because I watched Jane the Virgin when it was airing, so it was like years ago. And so like something will happen. I'm like, oh right. <laughs> like, I <laughs> forgot about this. But I like I like I really think it's doing a really good job with the adaptation. And uh it's good. it's it's fine. I, I do recommend it. My sister it's on and I are planning to watch it together, but we haven't had a chance to like actually get together mm. for our usual times so this it feels it to me it feels like one that i will finish watching wait like a month and then binge watch again to enjoy Mm. again yeah because that's me as a person but also i'm just you know and i do that with sung hoon a lot because he's my boy he's my boy he does such a good job with that character he does that i saw because like you you sort of expect him to be like the rich jerk character because that's how he's like portrayed by everyone around him mm-hmm. but then he's really truly not like he's just genuinely a nice dude who like hates all the rich assholes in his life that are just making his life miserable without ever with it kind of being one but not wanting to be one it's <laughs> I love him. He's so wonderful. Um, as soon as you meet him, you're like, "Ooh, second male lead. You're great." But <laughs> sorry about what's gonna happen to you. Hey, like, yikes! Yeah, second male lead is delightful too. She's so great, though. Too. Yeah, she's wonderful, and I especially love her like her coworker boss lady, the other writer on the drama, it, who's just yes. who's just so wonderful like i don't know what the actress's name is but like she has a very distinctive face and like when you see her like oh yeah yeah i I know this i know this woman um and like but their conversations and stuff are are delightful and you like kind of expect because you know the the stereotype on these shows is like oh the head writer is like an asshole who gets like the you know the the assistant writer to do all the actual work while getting none not the case on this they are a team and they are close friends like you can tell that they are they like working together and genuinely like each other and then the guy who plays her her dad like (laughs) he's so good like every everyone is so good in this show like they're really doing the most on the show like even like the evil characters they're delightful like they're (laughs) like like, when you're evil yeah they're you're just like God, I hate you, but like you're doing such a good job at being well, just unlikable. Like, like there, there's a villain type character. It's like she even has a cackle. It's like, yeah. <laughs> awesome. but because like you know, it's the show's supposed to be a little over the top, right? right. Like that's like the vibe that it's going for. So, and it's so just, when it happens, it's like you just kind of smile, like you're, you're just you're like you're this just is <laughs> this is 
perfect. And even like, you know, it'll have like your typical, like, you know, jumps in tone, but like, it doesn't feel out of place. Like it does in some other dramas where it's like going like wild shifts in like tone, like from comedy to like murder. Like in this one, you're just like, of course, of <laughs> course this is happening. Like, because that's what we're watching. Right? Yeah. It, so <laughs> do recommend it is on Viki. Uh, it subs real quick. Unlike, awesome. unlike, uh, yeah, shooting, unlike note, shooting, shooting stars, shooting stars is not quick for some no, reason. You got, they make you wait for them subs, but we're the version subs hella quick. Uh, so, <laughs> nice. so far, like, I don't, I don't know how they could possibly fuck it up, but I'll, I'll keep you tuned next month. I'll let you know how it goes. For some reason I'm behind in all my K dramas, but I started like three new C dramas in the last week. So like, you know. You do you boo. You know how it is, right? Um, I started one called The Bachelors. It's again all out, all subbed. Unfortunately, it's subbed on it's on YouTube, but on one of those like official channels from one of the streaming sites that's a bit nonsense when it comes to their subs oh they do like machine translation yeah Yeah. like so you'll like in the same conversation the same person will be referred to as she him yeah you know and you're like wait what like oh just as just as a slight aside about this last month i mentioned a c drama i watched that had this same problem dine with love which is now all on viki subtitled so easier and better translated maybe that'll eventually happen with this one Mm. that would be nice probably not because this one's 40 episodes and it's Mm. yeah and there's no i mean i'm not gonna say there's no big names but it's not like yang yang or something you know like it's not Mm -hmm. those core Mm -hmm. you know grabs it is about a widowed father and his three grown sons the youngest son is uh, played by the same actor who was in that, uh, I think it was called like My Mr. Mermaid or something a few years ago about a swim team. It's the guy from that. Mm. He's like the worst of the brothers. Like he's just an absolute child. He's 30. And he's, I think the, I think what I glean from these subs is that his mom died in childbirth with him, the youngest son. And so dad has like spoiled him. Because he feels bad to him mm-hmm. that you didn't have a mom. So he's just absolutely like the the show starts with him faking a suicide in order to guilt trip his dad. He wants his dad to sell the family home so that he can take the money and buy a new home so he can get married to his girlfriend and give her like the life of opulence she deserves. And his sister-in-law is like, where's dad gonna live and dad's like well obviously i'll live with him and he's like oh heck no dad like that would cramp my style and dad's like what What?" so like he's terrible he's absolutely the most selfish like he's not evil he's just stupid and selfish and then the middle brother is the one who's married he has been separated from his wife but like in they have a kid so in the way that like he's just been sleeping on the couch for the kids sake so that they can both be around but they have recently reconciled and are trying to you know fix patch things back up so a lot of like there's almost every episode there is a scene where they are trying to have sex and this kid is a little cock blocker who just like i'm so glad that everybody is in love and happy again so i'm gonna sleep in bed with you guys tonight and they're like like the fuck you are child get out of here (laughs) And they're going in the first episode, they're headed to Europe to for big brother. The oldest brother is getting married. And so they're going to take a second honeymoon and go to Europe. But of course, that gets like kiboshed because of the brother's, you know, fake suicide attempt thing. So, yeah, so they don't go on their little honeymoon. Also, the wedding doesn't happen because you see this wedding and he's like standing there and his phone goes off and he answers it and i'm like excuse you like in the middle of your wedding ceremony well no the text that he gets is the test came back negative she's not pregnant and so he turns to her and says why would i agree to marry a woman who 
would lie to trap me in a marriage. And she goes, well, I just love you so much that I just want it. And he was like, if you loved me, you wouldn't lie to me about things like this. And um, yeah, so he walks off, leaves her. The bridesmaid is just some chick she knows from the office who is super pissed. She's like, I can't believe you wrote me into this garbage. You're sham. Into the sham wedding. And then they become friends and they're like, and, but he's too ashamed to tell his family that like his wedding fell apart. So he gets her to like pretend to be his wife. Oh my God. A classic so, setup. A classic setup. So, yeah. You know. Then we'll see where it goes. Uh, yeah. And, and the youngest brother who is doing the most to try and like marry this girl, he's had a crush on her for 10 years. And she just broke up with her boyfriend and like rebounded on him. And in his heart of hearts knows this. So that's why he's trying to like buy a nice house and trap her into marriage so that she won't run away kind of thing. But Boy, like get some self-respect. Get some self-respect. Meets her and is like, so I'm looking at you and you are way out of his league. And I, I'm just going to put this out here right now. He's the rebound. And now you're feel trapped because he's kind of a nice guy and you don't know how to say no she's like yes help me get me out of this like so maybe instead of having rebound guys like we could all just like take time with ourselves instead yeah you know yeah so say um, say the three married ladies who have been married for years like yeah (laughs) so who do you think would like this sort of show i don't know it's it's hard to say with the with the subtitles being weird. It's a yeah. I put it on in the kitchen and just, you know, watch it while I'm doing stuff. So I could be missing tons of the story. I don't know. But and with the I subtitles, mean, you don't know either. It's good. It's enjoyable. The characters are kind of fun. and But it's like 40 episodes. So, like, mm. who knows, you know? Yeah. Well, you Maybe you'll like it. it. Maybe I I think I will for now anyway, and we'll see where it goes. Nice. See what happens. So Sky, what's a what's what's your your last show that you're watching this month? Your last uh, one you want to talk about it? Anyway. You want to admit that you're watching? That's how well, I get. We we can always summarize at the end too if there's yeah, any yeah. any like, other ones that we're also watching. Yes, type. Yeah, Ken, Ken Porsche. We're gonna talk. Oh about that hell now. yeah! We're just a little the the little horny crime show that could. So th- I, I am keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's really fun. It is a fun. It is a fun show. So far, now, so far, I feel like it will take you an even darker turn. But mm-hmm. to me, it's been fairly light. Like in general, not that there won't be moments to it, but mm-hmm. like. It's not as dark, dark, dark as I thought it was going to be. Mm. And I, I didn't necessarily need that. It's just, I kind of wonder if as it progresses, you know. It may get. M- more villainy things going on mm. later on. I, I imagine so. Because in I know in the last episode, it got a little bit more uh, hog wild in terms of villainous behavior from a few characters. Uh, so who knows? Who knows? I'm really enjoying it as well. Do you have like a favorite character that you're really enjoying? Pete's pretty cute. Pete is really cute. like very his, sweet. His, his character is just really sweet, and he's sometimes he knows everything that's going on. When I first saw his character, I kind of thought he would just be the sweet kind of dopey character, mm-hmm. like throughout the whole thing. But no, like he he's good at his job. He knows what he's up to. The only things he doesn't know is just things this character wouldn't know because he's over yeah. here doing something else. So it's like, it's logical. I yeah. like how his character is competent because to me, at first, you kind of get the vibe that he's not going to be competent. But like, he mm. is. He's good at what he does. And he even tries to, you know, tell Porsche to not be dumb about some things and stuff. So yeah. like, I like his character. But I mean, I think it's all fun. I, and also the uh, the older brother. Oh, what a mood. Am I right? <laughs> What a fucking mood Tankun is. I love him. He's just like, listen, I don't like, I'm just gonna be crazy. That's gonna be what I do. I'm gonna, I'm be, gonna crazy be crazy and I'm gonna and watch good. bad and crazy yeah. 50 bazillion times. In and a I'm row. just I'm gonna wear the most incredible outfits with matching gloves and 
just the most incredible sunglasses you've ever seen and be over the top about everything that it is everything just in general which like and, he he had a tough childhood you go for it buddy you go for it you yeah. stay at home mm -hmm. watch your drama for the 500th Do time you, and have a good time <laughs> yeah and yeah make your bodyguards watch it with you that cracked me up mm -hmm. so i think it's pretty fun i and like yes, it the, the main the main leads are fun too they I are like their chemistry the, and stuff very sexy uh Let's, let's be honest, if uh, you're homophobic and a prude, this show might not be the one for you. There's, there's some, a lot of butts, a lot of, and lot I of just, butts and butt stuff. Every time that out there. <laughs> Jeff walks onto the screen, I'm just like, why? Why is he so good looking? He's what just so right good looking. does he have to be so good oh, looking? He's so good and looking, so talented. Just so unfair. That hair is sir. so good. I just... Like... Hmm. And he can sing. Some people really uh, just got all of the Listen, they, they like, did, and it's just unfair. It's no. just unfair. As we said before about Ken Porsche, Ken Porsche is not for necessarily every single BL fan or anything yes. like that. It is an erotic mafia show. So there are bad people doing bad things and a lot of fucking. So, like, <laughs> if that's, if if you're, like, a big, you know... Not in, and it's fine to not be. In, you don't have to be homophobic to not be into that. No, no, no. no. And if you're like not into that, you're probably not gonna like this. If you're more like a light rom com, you know, chaste person, like if you if you know if you really liked like together or something, this might not be the show for you, and that is okay. Um, or or if you feel like you want, you know, good guys to win and. Yeah, it might also not be the show for you. It is about organized crime, and the organized crime members are the the main characters of the show yeah. that you're rooting for. So, like, the, so you have an option if if you are if this show is not for you, you can just turn it off. <laughs> I'm offering I'm offering this as an option to you, a viewer, that you don't have to get upset about it. You can just. Watch something else. And there's yeah. plenty to watch. There's there's tons. There's so many things. We're even to going to talk more about that in an upcoming podcast episode. Just that's right. That so there. keep <laughs> tuned. So yeah, and so I, that was, I just wanted to mention Ken Porsche. Yeah, in direct opposition to Ken Porsche's vibes, I recently finished uh, Cutie Pie the series, another Thai. BL drama mm -hmm. oh, that lot very sexy as well, but as the title would suggest, also very fluffy and sweet and you know, um, it's on YouTube. Oh, by the way, Kim Porsche is on IGE if you're wondering. So, Cutie Pie just finished like two weeks ago, last week, a week ago. I don't know when it finished. What if it's recently? Um, it's the one that has Z and New in it, and then Max Nat as the secondary couple. And there's a tertiary couple, but I'm not familiar with those actors' names. And they're very much a tertiary couple. Like they're, they like show up at the end to be like, mm, by the way, we'd be smooching too. But like they're, you know, they're not the focus of the show. The show follows uh, this rich kid who's in a very Wattpad fan fiction sort of way has been in sort of a prearranged engagement with the son of a family friend his whole life. And he's really in love with this guy. Like, and son, I get it. Cause <laughs> Z good looking and charismatic. I understand. I understand. Um, so meanwhile, he has just gotten back from studying abroad with his bestie um, from England where he and his best friend were studying and his best friend is dating the best friend slash business partner of his fiance. So there's like, you know, real keep it in the family vibes going on with this friend group, you know? And then he has been hiding all of these things about himself from his fiance because he doesn't want his fiance to be disappointed at him. So like, he's like a drummer and he's like a popular like singer and he sings at like clubs and he loves racing motorcycles and driving supercars and, you know, sort of being a bit of a bad boy, but 
as much as his character, when you look at his sweet baby face, could possibly be perceived as a bad boy. <laughs> so, like, he's, he's just very cute. But in front of his fiance, he pretends to be, like, you know, super polite, super, you know, like, reserved and, like, you know, a good, you know, basically a good boy. And unbeknownst to him, his fiance knows that he is not this guy. Like, he knows. Right. So so his fiance is like, well, I don't love you, like, you. And this gets misinterpreted as he doesn't love him at all. Uh, so anyway, it's a whole drama. And it's just very cute of, like, the fiance being like, no, I want to know the real you because that's who I actually want to marry. Right. And it's just very sweet. A lot of, and for a just completely fluffy little rom-com because it truly is just, ooh, it also has a cute chihuahua, Sky. There's a cute chihuahua oh. in it. There's a cute chihuahua. Um, the secondary couple get, gets a really adorable little long-haired chihuahua. Very cute. Pre-warning, the chihuahua is sort of a, a plot device akin to let's have a baby to save our marriage, but let's have a chihuahua to, like, it works. <laughs> but, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's really cute. It's free to watch. You can zip through it. There's Where is it? It's on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Just search Cutie Pie the series. You'll find it. It's all subtitled. Surprisingly good production values. Like, it's a very nice looking show. And I really enjoyed it. So. Awesome. Yeah. So I thought it was a cute, as the name would suggest. <laughs> as the name suggests. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. See drama number three for me this week <laughs> is uh, Be Reborn, which I tried to start a month ago, but for some reason, my Google, like my Nest Hub thingy, refused to accept the subtitles. So, like on my phone, on my Weird. tablet, subtitled on YouTube in like 15 different languages, cast it onto my hub, and it's like, there are no subtitles here. I don't know what Classic. you're talking about. And I'm like, what? So I just quickly was like, oh, I'm just going to watch something else for now. And then I kind of forgot about it. So then started back up this week. And now the subs are working. So good. And they're good subs because it's on the Yuko um, English channel, which has like real subbers making subs. So it like is sensible. It's interesting. It's uh, sort of a heist crime. Yeah, that's thing. been on my radar for sure. Mm. The premise is the main character is a high or a college student who's studying law. He's almost graduated, mm -hmm. and he's also an artist. And his father was a very well-known forger slash art thief, and so he clearly has inherited some of his dad's skills. But he has decided to follow the straight and narrow and he's going into law. It appears that he's written sort of like his thesis on like, like art forgeries and stuff. So he has actually, he will try to forge paintings and, but in different styles, like, so to see if you can see the difference, like if I, if I was an art forger who you know, learned about like Degas, how would that affect my forgery mm. and stuff like, you know, it, so it's interesting. That's but actually like a real, that would actually be a really interesting like right? area of study to be honest. So, at one point he meets the like art forensics guy who like he's, they're talking back and forth over each other and the cops are like, like we have an expert here, kids, shut up, right? <laughs> and the expert is like, do you maybe want to reconsider going into law? Because I think you might have a career here, right? Like you are very good at this, but uh, it starts out with him sitting. He goes to this museum for half hour every week. He goes and stares at this painting that had been stolen 20 years ago. 20 years ago, it was returned on the day of his birth which is interesting. And he loves this painting and he sits and stares at it for like half an hour every week. So he goes and he looks at it and he looks at it this week and he looks at it again. And then he tries to get too close to the guards. They're like, hey, don't try to touch that. He's like, it's a forgery. And they're all like, what are you talking about? And when the cops ask him, like, how did you know just looking at it that it's a forgery? He says, 
because I look at this thing for half an hour every week. And as soon as I saw it, I could tell that compared to all the other paintings that it's next to, it's hanging about half a centimeter lower than it was any <laughs> other week. <laughs> Something's not right. And so they pull it down, they check, yes, it is a forgery. And in the margins in invisible ink, his name is signed. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Not me. No, I'm no, being framed. Uh, uh, yeah. And so he's literally paintings. Right? And then more stuff starts, like more evidence starts piling mm. up that it's him. You know, mm. so it's all this stuff. And then the kid comes home one day and there are four criminals in his office, in his home, in his apartment. And they're like, hi and he looks around and goes you are the ones that stole this painting and they're like yeah we knew your dad like the old guy's like i used to work with your dad i need your help for a heist and he's like i'm not gonna help you are you crazy so he's like, how how far along is this in the story this is like the first like two episodes out of like 36 or 32 or something i can't remember so like like this is all set up. I'm on episode like five or six right now, and we're still kind of in this. And he is, has, is it currently airing still? No, it's all done now. Oh, so, good, good, good. Yeah. So and it's and where is it airing again? Just for case people uh, miss I'm it. I'm watching on YouTube. So Perfect. on the oh. Yuku English I, channel. So okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It might be elsewhere, but yeah, it's it's wild. Like it's wild. He's a really smart kid. But the detective is smart too. Is it thrillery mm. at all? That's what I was trying to tell from not like the trailer. Really, not yet. Anyway, like it's not. Mm. The only thing that's even, and I don't like. I don't feel anxious or scared about it watching it. But one of the things that they're using to control the kid is that he has this. She's not really his girlfriend, but like a girl who's his friend. Mm. And he has been seeing around campus this guy talking to her over and over again. And then when the criminals are in his apartment, that guy is one of the guys, one of the criminals. And he's like, don't worry. You don't need to worry. I would never mess with a friend's, like, mm. girl. Mm. So you need to make sure you're our friend so sus. that I don't have to mess with her. Sus, right? I tell you, sus. So, it's very cat and mouse, but also like cool art heisty things that are going on. And sounds yeah, unique. So hmm. I, yeah, it's it's good. I've heard from some people that it kind of maybe slows down a bit in the second second half of it. Mm. But yeah, it's bad to happen sometimes. You know, exactly. So I don't know if the whole like 26 or whatever episodes is going to be all this one sort of like scenario arc. and heist and group or if there's you know if this arc is going to be eight episodes and then we're going to do another one or mm -hmm. what the deal is but i like the dynamic of the the head detective and the kid together and the way that the detective very quickly came around and was like mm, nah this doesn't feel right so i'm mm -hmm. gonna trust the kid on this one like so that was that was good. It's been... it's, it's good to not take up half the show. Yeah. yeah. Because that, and I feel like for me, that can get heavy feeling too. Like when you feel like that lead character is just completely on their own and mm. like everybody is trying to get them. It's yeah. a little frustrating, but in this, it's nice because he's like in a bad situation, but like, at least, you know, somebody is trying to find him. Somebody is trying to help him. Somebody is, you yeah. know, it's not just him against the world by himself, which is nice. Mm. Nice. So. so before we finish, the final thing, we're just going to quickly go other notable things we were watching or we watched and yay or nay. Sky, go. <laughs> uh, it's, it's beautiful now. I'm trying to catch up on that a little bit. Oh, love it. Mm. Love it. I'm, I'm like, it is my first uh, weekender. weekender. So like it's it's been a nice first weekender for me. Yeah, I haven't picked it up in a couple weeks, but it's it's mm. been a fun one. It's it is as it is. We've spoken about it before. There's nothing else to say about it really. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Shut up, Flower Boy Band. I watched a few more episodes Yay! of that. Yeah, uh, I keep wanting to like binge the whole thing, but then like life will happen and I have to. You know, yeah, I'm doing other things, but. I will I will try to finish that before next time, Dag Nabbit, because I've even been in a like music show wanting mm. to watch mood so yeah um 
and then uh, of course I, I also spent time watching a handful of non-big three movies so mm-hmm, go mm-hmm. listen to our last week's podcast about yep, that continental because, exploration yeah <laughs> because i pretty much summarized all that and spent time on that and then of course we already as we said jesse watched pachinko yes i watched pachinko so that was as big, did i yes you know binge <laughs> binge the entirety of it so that was all i, I recommend all of it uh, so for me, um, I finished Secret Crush on You. If you like absolutely just unhinged couples, you're in for a treat because the main couple in Secret Crush on You, which is on YouTube, they need therapy. But it was like, <laughs> it was stupid and cute. Um, I finished Crazy Love. Okay. Uh, I wanted to ask you about like, it was fine. Know, I'm, I'm however far in it and I'm like, should I continue? Um... Listen, nothing, <laughs> nothing new. There's nothing new being done by this show. Let's just say that. Okay. Like it was, it was fine. Bad. I finished Ocean Likes Me. It was okay. It was Dang. Holland, very cute, very mm. cute. But it was, yeah, yeah. Shrug. Um, on the other hand, I also finished Love Class, which is another KBL web drama that's on Gago Lala and Chef Kiss. Should have been a full length series. There was, there was a lot there that could have been an incredible show but they had the budget for six 28 minute episodes so there you go you do what you can did you, um, did you binge that i binged it i would i could not put it down i loved it i thought it was <laughs> great so i've also been watching uh mr unlucky has no choice but to kiss love it love it cannot recommend it enough it's silly it's sweet and that's, it's endearing and that's still airing right that is still airing it's on uh viki and gaga Ulala. though gaga Ulala is quicker with the subs than viki is when it comes out i'm also keeping up well i'm a, a week behind on my liberation notes still as depressing as it it was the whole time great show very I'm a week behind depressing on it right now <laughs> uh, i am as well but... i'm watching close friend season two it be what it be you know it's it's exactly what you would expect it to be if, if you watched close friend season one yeah. <laughs> it only those two of the couples from that show instead Fair of it being like Fair one enough. couple per episode uh and finally i am also watching in addition to pachinko which we, we did watch there's a japanese television version of midnight runners the korean movie oh. yeah how's that I really like it. It's a v- different vibe, different vibe than sure. the the movie. But I'm really liking it. I'm like four episodes in. It's pretty good. It's uh, what I what I sort of liked about Midnight Runner is what I sort of like about this is Midnight Runner. You're presented with what you think is going to be like idiot buddy cop being mm-hmm. incompetent and solving stupid crime, but it's actually like super heavy not like it it takes like a wild detour and you're like whoa 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 uh same vibe same vibe uh so i'm really enjoying that yeah and that's uh that's it for old natalia all right amanda i I basically what i talked about is what i I finished off some of the things that i mentioned last week like be melodramatic and stuff like Mm. that um all good I'm behind in my liberation notes. I'm behind in It's Beautiful Now. I'm debating with It's Beautiful Now whether because I've been trying to like chase the subs, whether I'll just like skip last week and just too bad. I guess I missed that. Mm-hmm. Or if I'll just, you know, put it on hold until like the fall when I'll more consistently be able to yeah. chase again, pay for my month, catch up and, you know. I don't know. We'll see how I feel this weekend. But other than that, I really, I've been reading. So, like, yeah. I just, yeah. I've been watching what hey, I've been reading and I've been reading books. So and you, you know? and you read Pachinko. I read Pachinko, exactly. So, yeah. That's it. So, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Certified Nunas. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, which is the 30th of may you can come check out our live stream tonight where we talk about all the stuff that's coming up in june so we've we're starting to do this every month we're gonna you know the last monday of the month we're gonna try to do a nice uh 
a nice episode, a live stream over on our YouTube channel, which uh, we hope you go like and subscribe to, you know, the huge. Uh, we're doing a weekly live stream over there, and we've been having a lot of fun with the shenanigans, including our last live stream that we did before this comes out, which was our Pachinko episode where we read the book, watched the show. And so if you want to hear all of, from Jessie especially, because she was the one, the, mm-hmm. the lead on that live stream, uh, talk about her experience with Pachinko, you should go check that out because it was a really fun time. We had a good time. Uh, anyway, thank you. We You can find us on anywhere podcasts can be found, but we are, if you want links and stuff, you got to go to certifiednunas.com which are home on the web. And if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified Nunas to become a member of the certified found family. We have a really good time over there. We put up little extras that get cut out of the episodes, little extra episodes that we do just for the found family every once in a while. And we also have a movie night every month where we have a really good time and, you know, just, have a great time together watching a movie with friends and fans. You know how it be. Uh, we're on most social medias, but it's always at Certified News, one word. But the easiest places to reach us are Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, we have our Discord, which is our little community on the web that anyone can join. Super fun. We have a lot of great discussions over there and a lot of fun. So, anyway, we hope you have a great week. You know, wash your hands, wear masks. We're still in the middle of a panini. You know, despite what people believe. Uh, And as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. Bye. Bye.